Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Inner Thread Podcast. I'm here with my father, Deron. Hello, Sean. Today's episode is going to be real, so let's take a big deep inhale. <laughs> Do we not real until now? I mean, this one's going to hurt a little bit. Okay, real painful. This one's going to be real painful, people. Okay, there's only tears. Let's take a big deep inhale. Okay, so, uh, I mean, let's get right into it. I'm hurting pretty bad right now. I think this episode, we're going to talk about heartbreak. <laughs> He's laughing at me. A year ago, we made an episode about uh, ways to create healthy love. That was the title. I had just met someone very special, and I was falling in love. So we, we talked about what true love was, and uh, unfortunately... Let's, let's play that, what you said last time. Let's just, so people remember... In my opinion, true love is not that you need another person to feel whole, but that you can say that you feel whole by yourself alone, truly wanting the best for them, even if that means you have to say bye to them or they'll be better off with someone else somewhere else and, and you know that you won't have them. That's, to me, true love. Uh, and I got a fat dose of that. Beautiful. So you know how it is to have true love, huh? Did we call it true love or maybe unconditional love? We called it true love, but I think maybe it was we should have said unconditional love. I think unconditional love is what it's about because if you love someone unconditionally, there's no not even the condition of you have to be with me. I need to see you all the time. Yeah. If you really truly love someone, you'll you'll have the the pain of separation. It's always hurts to separate, you know, no matter how... Yeah, that's what I'm realizing. How much Buddhism and meditation you practice and no matter how much you worked on yourself, I feel like separation will hurt somewhat. The pain is real. The, yeah, the pain of separation is real. The question is how long it's going to last, how quickly would you get over it, and what's the depth of the pain? If the pain crushes you and you really feel like you're on the bottom of the bottoms and you stay there for a very, very long time, which is maybe months and months and months, something is off. If you feel pain, but you continue your life and you can keep understanding what happened, you're still happy for the other person, although it did not work out for both of you, then you're in a really good place in your life. Yeah. So I want to talk about what happened here. We had a conversation and it was uh, apparent at the end of that. You and your... Me and my ex had a conversation. She needed to be alone and I respect that. I was, I was at a point in my life at her age where I needed to be alone too. Once we kind of realized that it was better that we weren't together, it came as a surprise to me and that hurt a lot. And the reason that I'm saying this is because this is how I feel like the breakup went. There was the moment when we had to like put closure on our breakup and then there was, once that felt good and it was like we had moved past that, then there's like the piece that I had to do on my own. I totally agree with that. We wanted to be a good, mindful, conscious split. Yeah, because and, and I think you, you you've done it well, which is understanding what happened, still understanding the, this love for each other. But right now we're not going to be together. Yeah, and there's the appreciation for what we had, and the appreciation for what we always will have, and they don't have to be together at the moment. And that hurt so bad. Realizing at first, like we won't be together, and that that was my first initial pout of pain. Was just like, wow, I'm not going to be with this amazing person. Once I was able to like work through that. I've never broken up like this ever. This breakup felt so magical. I mean, we went to the spot of our first date. And we had the same meal we had on our first date. And we basically had one last... such a romantic... She's so romantic, Sean. We spent the evening together and just talking about like what we loved about each other, how we ended up 
in this place where we needed to take space apart, lit some incense and like wished each other the best in our time apart. I could feel after that night, the closure had shifted so much. It basically helped me. I can only speak for myself here, but it allowed me to put closure on the relationship part that had to do with her and focus on the rest, which was on me. Yeah, I love, I love that because um, a lot of times we're not doing a closure ceremony on things in our life. So the kind of the, 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 the wound stays open. But I'm thinking in general about, about relationships and things like that, that we sometimes don't do the proper ending for something. So it doesn't feel complete. Yeah. So it keeps irritating the system. Right. Now, that's not to say that if you do it, you don't feel anything and right. you forget about it. But there's a different energy to the feeling that, okay, it's closed between us. That feels complete. And I have to go deal with how I feel about the separation, yeah. how I feel about being alone, how I feel about not being around this person. But that's kind of my stuff. There's not like stuff I need to say. Exactly. You know, it's terrible when you walk around like, well, I really didn't say what I felt. I feel like I, I left things open. So if you gave yourself the opportunity to tell each other exactly how you feel, I think there's such beauty in that because you honor the positive and the great connection and also realizing right now, we may not be together. So yeah. there's that, you just take that piece of what we can be together and you deal with that. But it's not like the whole thing. Yeah. So many relationship ends up with a blast and a yeah. boom. And like, what? We had such a good time. How did we end up like this? And it's like, you're dishonoring all the beauty of it. And I wonder what you think about this. Because one of the reasons I think it was so special is for that exact reason. Past relationships, it ends with just kind of like a blow up and there's like all this trapped emotion. Rarely do you get to support your partner as you break up. And this was like the first time that I was really felt that like, as we're breaking up, a lot of insecurities come up, you know, you're like, wow, why are we not together? I'm not good enough. Like you start to think the worst of yourself and to actually sit there with this person and say how much we loved each other and how this had really had nothing to do with who the other person was. The other person was amazing and talk about what we loved in each other. It made me feel really full and like complete and whole. Absolutely. And then, it, then you can work through all the stuff without feeling like you're missing something or something small. Like you're supporting the other person. So it just made the entire breakup after that moment easier for me to process. So it's beautiful. I think it goes really well with what the recording was. Yeah. That you really love the person and you want to honor them and you want to, even if they're not with you, it doesn't mean you don't love them. We see so many breakups in the world around us, most of them, I would say. The lion's share of breakups are not positive. People are like slamming doors, mm -hmm. you know, talking bad about each other, a lot of tears, a lot of anger. A lot of hate. Yeah, and some, some real negative emotions come up. If you look at the relationships, maybe most of the relationship was okay. It was a good relationship. It was, it was, it was fun. Every relationship has ups and downs, and there's a, maybe a lot of great stuff, but when you end up like that, that's usually what you remember. So what do people usually take from the relationship? For years, they remember their breakup, the bitterness of that, mm -hmm. where it's too bad if you can just sit down and have a conscious, mindful breakup and say, okay, here's what works, what didn't work. I still care for you. I still care for you back, and this is what's going on, and this is where we don't agree, and this is where we're going to split up, but let's not burn the entire structure yeah that beautiful plant we we planted together and yeah. burned that plant because we met at each other at the moment let's honor this beautiful plant we had and maybe it's time to move on from it it's not going to last but we did have a great time with it we picked it up beautifully and it's like instead of throwing it and letting it shatter we put it down beautifully too and 
I'll say it's, it was amazing to be a part of, but honestly, it made it. But then, little, but then there's the pain, right? It made, well, it made it harder too because it was like, wow, that was so beautiful. Look how amazing we are together. But then there's the pain that comes in. I'll say this: nothing shows you your insecurities and and where your work is like a breakup. Yeah, it exposes all your stuff. Oh man, I for me, I could see after the breakup how much power I gave the external world. Like, oh, when someone really sees you and loves you and, and doesn't judge you, just accepts you, like, you feel so good about yourself. And then how do you think about yourself in the absence of that person? You kind of bring in the whole essence of relationships and the issues people actually have with relationships, I think. You're making about the other person. And I think we said on this podcast so many times, <laughs> there's nothing outside. Yeah. It's all a reflection of our inner world. The beautiful piece I see you doing since the breakup is that you are not blaming anyone. You're not pointing the finger at anything. You're looking at why do I feel a void or why do I feel sad and trying to get to the bottom of that. Mm -hmm. And it's about you. At the end of the day, it's about your own self-love, mm -hmm. your own self-security, your own ability to give yourself support and loving yourself. And that's what it's about, really. When we blame the other person or point at the other person, we're actually not growing at all. It's all still external. It's yeah. kind of a very young place of they messed me up. I should have never met them. You know, it, it was a mistake. If you can't see the beautiful growth in it, if you can see how much you are a better person, better human because of it, then you're missing the whole point. Yeah. And I see you doing the work of actually looking at, you, like you said to me, if I can bring it up, it, it, we're not talking about her, we're talking about me. Yeah. We're talking about, well, okay, this these feelings come up, what does that mean? You go deeper and deeper mm -hmm. to the cause of those feelings, and it's not, it has nothing to do with her. Yeah, like when I journal, I'll write the stuff, you know, I miss her, blah, 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 but then really I'm like, I put a line under and I go, well, what, what are the things that are, how do I relate to those? Why do I hurt beneath the surface from that? Because although there is that stuff up there at top, like you do miss them, that's the part where like love is a connection between two people. It's that's gonna the interface, hurt. Yeah, that's, that's the interface. Beneath that is like, what did that love represent to you? Oh, exactly. you, you didn't feel big enough in the world. This person made you feel good exactly. looking and smart and funny. People say, I found my other half. Now I'm complete. If you need another person to feel complete, take a deep look at yourself because you are complete. You're just missing out. You're missing out. And so that's the crazy part is like we made that episode, right? And we talked about ways to create healthy love. And as this relationship was evolving, I could feel it like growing. And I wanted to be really careful with how much I put on this other person. And it's funny because it got to a point where now that we're not together anymore, I can feel where unhealthy love was created. Like I was giving too much power. So what you're talking about is the unhealthy attachments. That to me is like, why? Well, this, the pieces of you, the parts of you that don't feel strong enough, don't feel whole. And that other person was Validating being them. the crutch for, for now. Yeah. And when they left, they, were, they exposed those pieces. And so here's how I think about it is now that I'm freshly going through a breakup, those parts of me are like stinging. It feels like someone just slapped me there kind of. And I can like, there's a lot of awareness that I can bring to those parts of me where I'm like, okay, wow, it's never been this clear that my work is like around this part and this part. So what that brings up for me is the fact that a lot of people are afraid to fall in love. Mm. or very guarded with falling in love, allowing themselves to be vulnerable in love. They don't want to feel the pain in case the love is gone. Mm -hmm. If you really fall in love and open up and being vulnerable, you are in danger of hurting there. Mm -hmm. I think the work we need to do is to have a love that's not codependent love, coming from a very stable place of I know who I am, 
I know what's good about me. I know what I can give. I feel good with my life. I feel stable in my life. I feel fulfilled in my life. And I can easily love someone. I can open my heart because I'm not afraid of showing it. That's not easy. It's, I, I was never, this was the most intentional I ever was in a relationship. And it's still like, it hurts. It is so hard to create and maintain healthy love. Maybe, or maybe part of love is like you said, it's just in its purest, it's going to hurt when it disappears. Like it brings you high. Is there a way to love without this like come down in, in the absence of it? Or is this just part of love? Like this pain that I feel in my chest? Is that just part of the game? Why are we watching sad movies? Why are we listening to sad music? Because it's a beautiful human emotion too. But it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. It's not beautiful to me right now. It hurts. Think about it at night, in the morning, my energy gets low. Breakups are they're painful. This is the whole the whole lingua around it is already a problem. Breakup. What are you breaking up? You're breaking up a hole? <laughs> there was why what's the breaking? The separation. What's breaking? <laughs> yeah. You see the the separation were you connected to to begin with it implies fragmentation incompleteness yeah it does right so this is kind of thing the whole listen to how many songs were written about it in the world stories movies it's all about that broken heart and all that and if you take it if we take a different approach to all of it and realize that it's if we are in a good place ourselves we feel complete ourselves we feel like we're doing our own work ourselves and we're joining hands with someone and we're walking with someone that's like-minded, someone that is fun for us, that help us grow, that support us in our growth. Do you remember what the definition of growth was from the, uh, the definition that Scott Peck gives in his book, The Road Less Traveled, which I really appreciate. I think it's a great book. The definition he gives to love is being vested in your partner's spiritual growth. Hmm. This is real love. Well, that was real love then, because I feel like we both were vested. So you experienced real love? I think I did. I mean, I'm hearing you say it, and it, and it, it does hurt now, but it's like a, it is, I can kind of see past the pain, and there is beauty in it. There is some beauty in If this you can world. see the beauty in it, you're in a good place. But what's the pain there? What's the pain? I mean, the pain that comes up for me is like, loneliness was a big one at first. I felt alone. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. There's a big difference between lonely and alone. Okay. I felt lonely. That means that you're not comfortable with being by yourself. Right. And so then I was like, why don't I feel good being with myself? And then I realized there's these parts of myself that I wasn't sure about. And she made me feel really confident about those parts. And then when she left, I wasn't so confident about those parts. Okay. This is a beautiful piece of work you need to do now into looking at those parts. And so I've been sitting, I journal every morning and I try to write about those parts of me that I don't fully feel comfortable with. And then when I meditate, I sit at the end of my meditation when my mind's really quiet. Like one meditation, I was like, do you not love yourself enough? Like you saw how much she loved you. Do you not love yourself that much? Why not? And so I actually pretended like I could visualize my heart. I visualized seeing my heart and it was like a little dusty and unloved. And I realized like you keep watering your heart with the outside world. But if you use the water from the outside, it's never going to blossom. And so in my meditation, I sat there and I, I washed my heart off. I massaged it. I cleaned it up a little bit. I warmed it up. And then I could feel like, oh, there's some progress here. So beautiful practice. They call it metta in uh, Buddhism. They call it the metta practice, the self-love practice. Mm -hmm. You actually 
feel yourself giving love to every part of your body, giving yourself a lot of self-love, doing a visualization of, mas- of, of massaging yourself, of giving yourself love, of uh, literally hugging different, like hugging your head, hugging your yeah. shoulders, hugging your heart. And this is the practice of metta, of, of self-love, which so many of us just not doing very well. Yeah, I felt like I was wilting. And it was because... I wasn't loving myself. So that's why I said it was a good opportunity for me to practice these things on my own. So all these pieces came up for me and I, and I realized like there's this opportunity here while I'm hurting, while the wound is open, I wasn't able to access some of those things before. I couldn't see them as well. There wasn't as much awareness around them. I could really feel these insecurities and stuff, this loneliness. So it's been my work as of late to like jump into that wound, try clean it up and heal it. But I think just to like summarize this episode, The way that I saw this breakup go was there was this part of the breakup that we had to do together. And then there's this part you have to do alone. You're very lucky that you got to do it together. Totally. And now you each have to do your own piece of work. We were lucky. And part of the reason that I think we were able to have such a like clean breakup is because we started the relationship with so much intention. Getting to know each other, we were very honest. And that helped set the tempo, set the stage. When it came time to not be together, we had that foundation in place that was like, This whole thing has been about really loving you outside of me. And this is ultimate test of it. So I actually, you know, it's only happened like recently. I think it's, it's only, only happened a couple of weeks ago. And you just to give you my feedback, you're not running away from it. You're not blaming, you're not activated or triggered. What I see you doing beautifully is you're going towards it. You're really going right towards. So let's end with what you told me that first weekend where I came back heartbroken. You said, Sean, you know what a buffalo does when it sees a storm on the horizon? The herd of buffaloes feels the storm is coming in the horizon and they actually put their head down and they go towards the storm. Why? Because the faster they go towards the storm, the faster the storm will pass. They know if they run away from the storm, they'll be in it for longer. And it's going to chase them and they're going to be in it for a longer time. So You told me that. I remember that night and I, I felt something deep in my chest when you said that. I was like, I mean, you're right. It's, I've been here before and you see the clouds on the horizon and you're like, the storm is coming. I'm going to get wet, but let's just go right into it and punch through. It's the only way. The only way is to go into it and uh, grow. I want to bring it up to a bigger perspective, take it out of this local story and local pain as a life lesson. These are the big, these are the, um, one of the deepest pains of life, the separations, breakups, heartbreaks, all that. What did we come to do here? Learn and grow and experience. And there's a major learning and growing experience in those breakups because relationship exposes us to our deepest uh, wounds and if we are not afraid to look at them and heal them, we are better for it. Mm-hmm. And if we actually understand the meaning of life, of experiencing this thing that we all experience together, then this is another experience with a lot of growth and learning in it. So I see you doing it. I'm, I'm proud of you that you are ex- approaching it this way. And that's, I think, you know, maybe the, a huge positive thing that I can see of all of yeah. it. What I'm learning through this breakup is this experience is helping me improve my ability to unconditionally love people and not just partners, but family, friends. This is just building on my ability to love the world. Unconditionally is big because it's really about giving it and not expecting it. And it comes to you. And if you give it without expecting it and you know how to give it to yourself, it comes to you anyways. 
So I'm sure next episode will be a little happier. <laughs> um, um, but also take your time with your grieving and take your time with your process and keep learning and growing. It's, um, it's important. Thank you for listening to this episode. This one was definitely, this was a selfish one. This one was for me. Um, so the next one will be a little more broad and less about Sean. Yeah, nobody ever broke up before, Sean. <laughs> this is your first breakup in the history of the world. Yeah, and if you're listening to this, uh, take me back. I still love you. Ha, 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 ha.